We're live. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with the Tuesday edition. Very rare edition. The Stay Cashin' Show. We took off Monday for the new year, but we didn't steal a Stay Cashin' Show from you because we are hard workers, boys. We decided to add one in on Tuesday. Unlike everyone else who takes off, they just say you don't get that. Not us. Not here. Not now. 2024. Coming in hot. Actually, coming in hold because I got my ass kicked last night with Alabama. So uh, we will talk about that shortly. Howie Dewey. Evan, I believe, woke up in an airport not knowing where he was this morning. That's that's what he says. I think he said he was in Atlanta. Yep. Just woke yeah, up in that's, Atlanta airport. That's going to that's gonna lead to an interesting segment. So Howie will be joining on, us guys. to talk a little bit about college football. Uh, the exact tech wa- text was, hey, guys, just a reminder, we have a show today at 2 p.m., to which Howie responded, just woke up in an Atlanta airport. I'm good. Seriously, not sure how I got here, though. So uh, get ready for Howie Dewey. Bill Rob, how you doing today, my friend? I'm good. Um, that was so weird with Howie. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> and no, uh, just just expect to be demonetized. Oh, and, I, I expect that every show yeah. now. Yeah, it's yeah. And pretty much we're, we're going to continue the 47 straight show streak. Realized the whole world was closed on New Year's Day. Hmm. Like, all right, it's New Year's Day. Like, why can't things be opened? It was a Monday. Like, uh, I'm, I, I don't think I've ever been, uh, coherent enough on a new year's day to make it out to see what was open. I mean, either that's why I'm driving around. Nothing's open except for like CD, like a quick check. I'm like, I want to go to shop. Right. And it's a Monday and it's a Monday too. It's not like it fell on a Friday and it was a Saturday. Shop right open. Like that's weird. Shop right. Bill told me one of the gas stations was even closed by him. Gas, the gas station was closed. What are we doing? Yeah, the Indians never closed. It gas stations, Seven Elevens, Chinese food. You can always bank on uh, on anyone who's not American staying open. No, but you know the worst part is Chinese food is usually closed only on Mondays. So that made it even worse because yesterday everything was closed, including the Chinese food, because it's <laughs> closed on Mondays anyway. Uh, so what the hell was going by, on? By the way, hold on. Someone's yeah, telling me there's I'm an echo issue. Right now. All right. I don't think so what was going on? Why was it all closed yesterday? I want everything open from now on. Is the echo uh when we all speak or just when one of us speak? I think it's it's I think it's good now. It sounds good. Um, Is it my, good now? I think my speakers might have been echo too loud and it was picking it up through my mic. Echo my all balls. Right. All right. All right. As we're trying to figure out the echo, Bill just keeps screaming. So echo. that's good. That's echo. good. That's good. That's good. Joey Rackets, how you doing, my friend? You were you were like invisible this weekend. What happened? Your fucking Dolphins lost and you just ran away? All right, bro. Listen, fuck Dolphins. <laughs> what? Fucking Dolphins. What? I'm just Bill up right I mean, now, T- Tyreek Hill drops a touch. That changed the entire fucking game. They go from going up a touchdown <laughs> and then you just drop a wide open fucking touchdown, kick a field goal, and the fucking game's just not the same. Well, they score drops 50 something on them Dolphins. 50? I mean, it was a fucking four point, three point game at halftime. Oh, Lamar's going to the before, right before halftime. Halftime don't matter. Bookies don't, bookies don't bet halftime. Likely had the uh, that touchdown right before half. That's what basically cemented. That cemented Lamar as the MVP. They are going to the Super Bowl. They're not going to Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, you don't, you, you can't talk either because the only reason that you bet the Ravens is because I called you ten minutes before the game and said Rackets was pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on the Ravens. 100%. You said I'll bet the Ravens too. Uh, he called me so, Rackets. You got him so mad. I know I did. I was, I was, I was trolling was, the shit. Oh, out I of was him. sleeping. 
And I woke up to Bill, who like you, I like I call Bill a fucking any name in a book, and it doesn't matter. And he was like lit. Like he woke up late. I, I didn't see the chat. Me, this is the only game I'm watching. I'm putting it on. He's Don't like, I'm not talking until the game starts. Bother me with anything else. I was like, what is going on? He's like, Rackets, listen me to fuck off. <laughs> he told me, don't shut the fuck up. I just doubled the amount of money. I got five grand on the Ravens now. I only want to bet 500 on it. I'm, I'm like, okay, so we're all in Ravens. Let's go. I'll, I'll all in Ravens. So thank you, Rackets, for trolling Bill because I out. probably was either going to lay off. Even in the, the chat, they're, in the chat, they're like, wow, they're like, Bill's usually exempt from his shrapnel. I'm like, oh, nobody's my. exempt from my shrapnel. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Rackets is still pissed over uh, Purdy's situation a week ago. Uh... <laughs> he needed to double down and get his swag back, and now he just got fucking shoveled into the ground. So, uh, what type of loyalty, Bill? I was like, okay, I guess I'm. Bill I gives put it like right two back, grand though. on the fucking Ravens. I like the Dolphins on Friday. I was like, okay, flip it, fuck it, let's go. Bill gives it right back, though. I yeah, I'm not saying anything else till we. He's get like, it. I'm not talking to you until the game starts. <laughs> and then I told him, I was like, Bill, you killing him? He's like, No, I'm gonna get him on the show. I'm like, It'll all be old news by then. He's gonna hide for a day. Simmered down. So I just kept needling him in the fucking chat, trying to fucking fuel the Bill Rackets fire. But um, yeah, Rackets, I got to give you props though. You're the only person who could actually justify that uh, the Niners and. The Dolphins both should have beat the Ravens when they lost by like a combined score of like one hundred to twenty. I didn't say the Dolphins should have won the game. I said it got uh, out one of or hand. two, one or two. Tyree well, I mean, Tyreek Hill drops down. Definitely, but this was like Tommy G said. One play does affect the that whole. changed little. Oh, that changed always. a lot I'm the king, of the game. I'm the king of Him that. dropping that touchdown was wide. Oh, bro, wide. I mean, well, he needed to. He needed to kill our props. That's why that happened. That was a huge drop, right? Yeah. There. Well, how many yards? How many yards and, was that again? It, it, the touchdown wasn't long, but it, no, how right long after was it? that, how long was it? It was only like was, eight yards, twelve yeah, yards. Yeah, I, like had him eight, I had him eighty plus. Inside the ten. It, it, I had him eighty plus in one of my bets. He finished at seventy six. So it was the long game. Enough. The play that, and then obviously and I had right after touchdown too. Right after that too, uh, obviously they kicked the field goal. It's thirteen ten, but like right before half, you get that one handed likely catch right to the end zone too. I mean that's a fourteen point swing, like just just those two plays is fucking fourteen point swing. And I'm the king of I, I bet all college sports, and if you have never bet college sports or don't bet it much, you have no idea how much a single technical or a single missed layup that leads to a three can turn a two point win into a forty seven. Especially loss. when you're on the road, so, yeah. like you know it, it, you're you're getting the crowd into it. Like this is a lot of plus shit going on. Plus the Dolphins on. being on the road, plus plus them without Mostert. They can't they, win. They're they like the Niners. They can't win without the whole. Yeah. And without Waddle, they're not going to win without the whole players. weaponry. It's the Niners and the Dolphins are very similar in that respect, except the Niners have more weapons and a more competent team. But the Dolphins got to have everything there. I mean, because if you look at their running game, they still average 6.2 yards of carry. H yeah, H-M was wrong. So moving the ball, man. It's not the Mostert thing, Bill. It's the, it's the Waddle thing. Rackets when a Waddle was in a, and by the way, just so you know, because I know on this show, I said I was leaning Dolphins with Rackets. Once Waddle was out on Saturday, I was like, all right, I'm not touching this game. I was just laying off it. No Waddle to to it to it needs both his weapons in yeah, order to be competent. They were talking in the chat, and Rackets was saying too that this was a look ahead game for the Ravens. It this really was. was. Look at, this was a look ahead game for the Dolphins because the Dolphins have the biggest game of their season <clears throat> this on Sunday night against the Bills. So the Dolphins didn't really give a fuck, basically. Yeah. And Bill and Evan, you that, were talking no, that game about was, that game was more important to the Dolphins, though. Like to win it, like it, it meant a lot more to to Miami, and they just got they got housed. 
Yeah, but now the Dolphins need to win, dude. Well, now, I don't think they're going to win. Evan just mentioned uh, there's a big injury that took place. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys all saw it, but Bradley Chubb tore his ACL during garbage time. And if you watch the video, I'm sure you can find it on Twitter. I saw it on TikTok. But you can hear him, like, agonizingly Scream. screaming. It's, it's, it's pretty morbid, you know, honestly. That's going to be bad. That's not good. That's definitely not good. Uh, we will talk about college football in a minute. Relax. Josh, Josh Allen's friends. got some kind of so- shoulder injury too. Um, I don't know if it's serious or not, but that could. Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it keeps him out of the game on Sunday. But so we have bet. Like I, I first, first of all about a bet I forgot all about. I was telling Tommy today. I forgot all about my fucking uh, Jets winning of six game over five and a half games two weeks ago when they won it because I was winning so much money. On <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that that extra couple grand came in my account. So I'm like, oh, I just I forgot all about it. And then today, when I'm sitting there, I'm like, they were talking about something on the radio with the Jets have six wins. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I went in my pocket, and I have a FanDuel ticket for another $3,500. I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's go. Found money, cash that max bet. We forgot to talk about it, but the under that. nine and a half was was it nine and a half? Oh, stop it! Oh, stop, guys, guys, free money, stop dude. It. That's Aaron up on Rodgers. the board right there. Well, well let's go. Wait a second. Relax, you Wait fucking retards. Wait a second. Jets under nine and a half on seven twenty-eight. Yeah, oh, no, I know, and I Tommy took that. Bill one thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's why I took the thousand dollars. Showing my Let's go, Bill Rump. <laughs> I mean, Evan, do you believe these guys are bragging about Aaron Rodgers playing one play and the Jets not hitting their win total? <laughs> the win total dropped to like three when he got hurt. From 728, Bill Rupp. Yeah, you fucking losers. <laughs> like the kids who go, hey, I'm going to make a season bet. Tyreek Hilbert, Justin Jefferson, and Justin Jefferson misses the season. I won! <laughs> fucking losers. You would have won anyways. You guys started out. You started out 1-0. Oh, yeah. Aaron <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, wouldn't, know, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't have been worth three more wins. You're right. Okay. You guys uh, won that game. Yeah, yeah won, you won that game. Three more wins, and they're going yeah, to win. You were, yeah, let's up. go back to that episode. When you, we were one, when you guys were 1-0, you were still like, we're going to make the play. I, I got to fucking have God. I didn't know they were going to bench the kid nine times. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be watching the Tim Boyle and Trevor Simeon experiment for a month and a half. <laughs> We're just near yeah, Mike White. Fuck Mike White. The uh, so yeah. So the other big game obviously was the Cowboys game this weekend. That was insane. That was. I'll let you guys start. What the fuck was? Uh, actually, no. I'm going to start. So I said on this show three weeks ago, not even knowing they were playing this week, two weeks ago when I said it. And Evan, you probably remember it. I know you, Bill. You do. But I said I would love to see. Cowboys, Detroit Lions. It's when we were talking about Stafford and the Rams. I was like, I really want the Rams to play the Lions, right? So that Stafford could be in good weather, good condition, have a revenge game against the Lions, knock the Lions out, fuck all the people cheering for him, and our Stafford Rams could move forward. And I said, the only other thing I would like to see more than that is the shitty Lions, which I've been calling them the shitty Lions all year while everyone loves them, and the shitty Cowboys. And I've been calling them the fucking shitty Cowboys because neither team could close a game. And I even sent a fucking message saying watching Dak and McCarthy battle Goff and Campbell and the last five minutes of a game might give us six or seven plus money opportunities on each side, watching them play what I called retard ping pong and just giving the ball back to each other. And there was no better example 
than that game the other day. That was maniacal. So, Bill or Rackets, whoever wants to start with it. Go ahead, Bill. Was it rigged? Start there. Was it rigged? Well, I'll just say that it's bad enough that we have to pick. It's hard enough that we have to pick games, right? But the teams, the games, there's point spreads, there's everything else. Now we got the refs who are just. And the coaches. I think it's more the coaches coaches than the refs. The refs are stealing these games from us. And there's just, it's so crazy that they're stealing, they're taking money, they're stealing our games. Uh, the play, the penalty before that, that tripping call, uh, when Dallas had the ball was insane. It should, I, I don't even know where they come up with that. That was insane. Uh, that's, I, I, how they decide, know. how they decide on these pass interference too, what's catchable and what's not catchable is everything's catchable. Everything is catchable Basically, and, everything's until catchable. there's a until big penalty. The one second, it's not. Uh, Just uh, like yeah. everyone's on the line or off the line and no one cares until the most important time of the game with the Chiefs. Richard like, Sherman made a really good point on that, too, about the offsides thing. He's like, they don't give the defense a warning saying you're offside. So, like, why does the offense get a warning? He's like, that. He's like, nobody will fucking say that. He's like, but. Well, well so the reason why is because they asked. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, right. but if. if the, the defender never gets a warning for fucking anything. Like they'll say, "Oh, you, with the offense, uh, you're holding a little bit. You might want to. I, I, you keep doing that. I'm going to call it." They don't they fucking do, do that. that though. The- they they do that. Sherman's uh, wrong. Sherman's wrong. They they go and tell him, "Hey, you hit him like that again, and uh, we're gonna." They, they give warnings. I think they give the offense a little bit more leniency than they give the defense. Listen, I'm a wide receiver, so I'm always going to side with the wide receivers. I used to always fuck point check good, but uh, I know what happened at the end of that Dallas game. I know exactly what happened at the end of it. Oh, sure. What happened? I got to bring my notes up because I was writing notes on this. I was about to write a thread in a video, and I just got too drunk and never did it. But the uh, what happened on that? I believe first of all, Bill. Remember, we were watching it live, and I was telling you the reason sixty-eight was ineligible was because he was covered by the receiver, right? Remember, I kept saying that he was covered by he was covered because the receiver needed to be off the line of scrimmage. Remember, I was telling you that the whole time. All right, no one mentioned that at whole time during the game. And I think what happened was the ref fucked up, said the wrong number, whatever, said 70. But he didn't make that call. The line judge actually came over and said 68 is ineligible because he was covered. But he didn't tell him why he was ineligible. He just said 68 is ineligible. So then the ref turned around and go, oh, yeah, 68 was ineligible, probably because he never announced or whatever the fucking situation was. And then they doubled down on it after the game. Remember after the game where they said, well, two guys were ineligible. Why didn't you throw two flags? Does that make any sense? When they, like, if there's two penalties on the offense, you say number there should, sixty-eight. There should be two, pe- two know, flags. First penalty, it. this. Second penalty, that. We decline the first. We accept the second. So the refs buried themselves by doubling down. And if it's the same ref that throws the second flag, you would say, oh, well, there's only going to be one flag. He throws his hat instead. Right. Exactly. So, so you know, there's two, two penalties. On the, they there always been two things on the field. Yeah. We've seen it a billion times. There's two penalties on the offense. Blah blah blah. I thought no one announced it over the PA system, which was my big issue with it at first, because I don't remember them hearing saying number 70 is reported eligible, blah, blah, blah. In a Spanish broadcast, I haven't confirmed it or anything on uh, TikTok. Turns out they did. So that's now the Lions' fault. If the ref said the wrong number, which is possible, I think it was a mistake. I don't, I don't believe the bullshit. 70 never said anything. 68 clearly said something. The ref looked over, saw 70, and just heard a voice, saw 70, and said 70. That's all that That's what really happened. He just made a mistake. But the fact that that was announced over the PA and neither Dan Campbell, number 70, number 68, or anyone else in the building went, yo, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not 70. It's 68 is one problem. 
the biggest problem in that game is that Mike McCarthy's throwing bombs the drive before when he should have been running the clock out, and that should have never been the situation. To Going begin for with. two every time was and then insane. The, the number one <laughs> biggest insane, problem dude. in the whole game. Forget the reps. Forget ineligible because that play should have never counted. Because if you want to say 68 did report eligible, he was covered by the wide receiver. Number 70 reported eligible. He was lined up as a fucking right tackle. So there was three different things wrong with that play. The play would have never counted ever because he was covered by the wide Which receiver. Which is why I never complained about that play. Yeah, to begin it didn't with. matter. It didn't it matter. It was the two point conversion. They like, bro, it wrong. if you're going to go for it the first time, fine. You're right. going to get the penalty. You kick it after the penalty. You don't right. go for it again. Right. And then you get another penalty and you go for fourth, it again. Fourth and seven? You're going for two? If the media didn't just suck Dan Campbell's dick 24 hours a day and not realize he's complete fucking dog shit at the end of games, and you remember me and Hoffman arguing about this, where I said your team can never win a game, you never win in the playoffs because Dan Campbell's an asshole at the end of games. I think, right, why did he go for two? Uh, and the, uh, from the seven, his answer at the, the end of the game was, "I would say the, the first game. time, the first one, I was like, okay, go for two, take the first win.' First one, I didn't want him to do it because we had a B. We wanted to get a Amon Ra over hundred, so I was getting a little greedy <laughs> in overtime. <laughs> you, you wanted uh, overtime. That's all I cared about. But I can understand that I still wouldn't have done it. I go in never. there, going for the win right there. Okay, Fine. I get it. You fourth get the, and seven. You can't fourth go, and seven. Or, or not you fourth kick, and seven. Seven yards. It's, it's seven yards to the fucking end zone. It's basically a fourth and seven. Right. It's a fourth you kick the fucking extra point to tie the game. You don't fuck around, and then you get a gift. By getting the fucking... And you're still at, like, the four. Yeah, you got a gift. You didn't even get back to the Kick two. But again! You, but you... Uh, Rackets, you don't go for it on from the four either. You don't go so for stupid, it from the seven. Dude. and You don't go for it from the three and a half. You only go for it from the two because you have so many plays open in the playbook. Right? You have pretty much the whole playbook open there. Once you go back to the seven, your odds of getting that are, like, 20%. Yep. Why would you blow the whole fucking three hours of play for a fucking uh, and you, goal they don't go the for seven. it on fourth and seven from like the forty or the fit like from the he from like just, midfield? They'll kick have it. A but... Brain. He's a meathead. Oh, he doesn't stop. have a fucking brain. He's a great motivator. I'll give him all that. But he's a meathead. So he just went go go. He probably didn't even realize it was from the seven until they were at the fucking seven. Or he was trying to be cool, make a statement. Uh, what a fucking idiot he is. McCarthy and him at the end of games, are the two worst in the NFL, and we got a chance to watch them both. And if you guys think either of those teams are going to be able to stack together a few games in a row in the playoffs and not have their coach cost them the game or Goff and Dak cost them the game, you're fucking insane. So, I don't know, Bill. All I know is our Rams stole a win, and we're back. Yeah, we're, let's we're, talk Bill. about your Rams. They should uh, fucking great show us the Giants. Great game. great game. Yeah. The Giants are tough at home. Mm, Listen, great. Giants aren't quitting. That's the whole thing about the Giants. They're not quitting. That's why I wanted them to play with Tommy DeVito, which is with Tyrod, dude. No, the the dumbest, it's the dumbest organizational move right. in the history of sports rackets to take this guy and bench him because you don't want to win. Like you don't want. You shouldn't want to win. Your picks are going like, down every time you win. It's not like the. It's not like the players weren't going to play for him. They were up there playing for him. Like, yep. and, and plus, you could have had this go on. Me, me and Tommy were looking. He hired a fucking marketing team like a week before this. he got benched, right? And uh, he was supposed to be at all these pizzerias for like 10000 or 20000 a, a a time. And and now he's like nothing. He's not even a fucking player. But like, you could have had that go all throughout the offseason. 
you know, like had his had the steam because he's no no. It's a whole marketing right. thing. Like you can sell shit from it, you fucking retard. And the funny thing is, too, there was two games left. So basically, if he just makes it to the end of the season, like Stidham, like I'm all in on Stidham, right? And so I just need him to get through week 18 looking okay because then I got six months of safety, right? Like that was DeVito. He had six months to market this shit. He would have been at the Jersey Shore this summer. He would have been at fucking uh, surf club. He would have been everywhere. And the Giants would have been building a buzz throughout that whole time. The Giants probably could have been hosting events at Giants Stadium. I mean, that was the dumbest thing in the world for Dumb. Because you, you know what you have with Tyrod. Even if and if they win with Tyrod, it's even worse. Because because you weren't trying pick, to win anyway. Your draft picks are falling down. So it was, Listen, it was uh, it, it, this weekend. I can't wait. A lot of good games in the NFL. By the way, last thing on the NFL before we go to fucking uh, uh, who does he look like right now? He looks like uh, he looks like <laughs> from Tron. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say he's got kind like of got Bret Hart speed racers from Tron. Hold on, let's. <laughs> The uh, we'll get to that disaster that's about to come in in a second. But uh, how about my money line live on the fucking uh, Arizona Cardinals? Those fucking Eagles are a disaster, rackets. I mean, what a mess! Fucking Eagles, bro. I I wasn't on them this week, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> that game was ugly. I think Howie Dewey is either they're going to give birth, throw up, or something. So let's go to him Oof. now before he dies on us. Howie hey, Dewey. You know- um, right now I'm on my I'm on my kids my kids laptop. Did you know that when you go through security, when they make you take the laptop out and put it in a bin, uh-huh. you're supposed to pick it up on the other side. Oh, you left it in there. It's in Charlotte, somewhere. Hold on, Tommy. So what? the Jets released Dalvin Cook. Um, <laughs> does he get on? Do hold no. on. Does the Browns? Pick him up because they have no – if the Browns get Cook, I am in on the Browns. Oh, no, no. You're not allowed oh, on the I Browns. Oh, I am. I've been playing. <laughs> you are not allowed. And you just saw fucking if, Joey Flax fucking go nuts again. And now oh, you know I told wrong. you that they don't have a running game. And I told if you they, they were going to run last Cook, week, and they did. If Ran the Browns all over the Jets. get Cook – I am in on the Browns. Yeah, with knowing none of the offense and and having Duck, 80 total go, rushing yards this year. That's the thing. The Browns. You're just looking Cook, for any. You heard it here first, guys. Cook to the Browns, Super Bowl bound. You're looking for any excuse to jump on my Browns, and we are not letting you on the wagon. Browns, Cook. We are not letting you on the wagon. My Browns and my Texans, offices are closed. Rams, you're already on. You got in there early. All those plus eight thousands that we put in, you're not coming on. You only get on the Rams I'm ticket. On. I'm on. If they get Cook, I'm all. Yep. Nope. Not allowed. Yep. No. Yeah. I'm the conductor. Choo choo. Vetoed. Close the door. You're gonna. Be he runs there, a seven three forty anyways. In the door, and I'm gonna close it right on your arm. You know what, Howie? He comes back. He signs to the Browns. He's gonna run for a hundred yards, and he's gonna shit on your Jets. Yeah, anyone? <laughs> dude, the funniest thing, is, Howie. The best. The best part is that the Jets literally had Flacco calling them, begging them to come to the Jets. Yeah. And, so let's start and he with knew that the whole offense. Let's and he was just one. there a year or two ago. Let's start, let's start with he wanted to play for the Jets. He called then, us. Yeah. Yeah. And we said, <laughs> nah, nah, you're not good enough, man. We got uh, fucking. Well, no, forget about that. Here's the funny part. 
That just shows what the Jets do to quarterbacks. That this guy was on the Jets for a year or two with just as good a defense, right, as the Browns. Just as like same defense, basically the same team, the Jets and the Browns. Yeah. And he was the worst quarterback in the NFL when he was with us. And then he gets out of this shithead organization, goes somewhere else, and he's a fucking superstar. So please, trade Zach Wilson. Get him out of there. Send Zach. Here, here's a little conspiracy theory. What if the Steelers who have a lot of draft equity tied to Kenny Pickett. And what if the Jets, who had a lot of draft equity tied to Zach Wilson, just trade? Well, I told no. you. Kenny what do Pickett, you think if they just did a swap? No. Kenny Pickett refused to dress. I know. Um, Kenny Pickett's backup, done it. He doesn't even want to play. backup last week. And, and Zach Wilson had rumors that he refused to dress. So what if they just did a little fucking swap arena? And no. he's the backup again. What do you mean, no? Why? He's a backup Kenny Pickett again. is dog shit. Oh, uh, no, no, but we have Aaron Rodgers. But, I mean, listen, they're getting rid of Zach Wilson. So what if the Jets – think about this, Evan. What if the Jets turn around and say, listen, we don't want to go draft a quarterback with the number six pick overall or something because Aaron Rodgers is going to leave the franchise if we do that. Aaron Rodgers didn't play this year. He's coming back from injury. He's probably looking to play for another couple of years. We could put Kenny Pickett behind Aaron Rodgers. Now we can go draft Marvin Harrison Jr. or a lineman or whatever we need, and we still right, have right, at least – Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Stop, 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 stop. Let me finish this We're done on this show talking about the Jets. Hold on. Let me just finish this sentence. I'm done. No, they uh, stink, they Tommy. Let me, they stink. Let me finish the sentence. And we're not going the whole summer talking you about your city team You just the whole talking about Dalvin no, Cook. We're not going the whole summer no, Bill, talking Bill about Dalvin Cook. Bill brought it up. Bill started this. Yeah, Bill I'm talking about the, him, going, <laughs> him going from your shitty team to a good team. Zach Wilson going from this team to Pittsburgh and playing with George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Shut up. That's happening. <laughs> Can he this kid starts off talking about the Jets over. Starts oh. off talking about Aaron Joe Flacco. Rogers and is yeah, Bay what the fuck? Aaron Rodgers is talking about the Jets. Yeah, we're going to have to hear all fucking He's summer. Aaron Rodgers is helping. Aaron Rodgers, we're up here. He's healthy because he's 15 fucking minutes talking about an over ticket on the Jets to start the show. Then hey, Aaron Rodgers, I'm healthy Flacco. too. You want to see my knee, Aaron Rodgers? Look at that. Look at me, Rodgers. <laughs> you look like you're leading an exercise at a senior home. <laughs> I Dude, look just, ladies, baby. listen, my body is warm, just, warm as good, yoga. <laughs> just as good a shape as Rodgers. Rupp called it on this show That's that cool. a person who is a drug addict does not have a good body, and he got went down on the third play of the game. Hold on, you ready for this? I'm time stamping this. 2.40, Tuesday, January 2nd. And when I meet Aaron... Oh, when you meet Aaron Rodgers, that's why I'm time stamping this motherfucker. We'll talk <laughs> about that. When you meet Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to play him this video. I will be friends with Aaron Rodgers. You will never be friends with him, and I will make sure of it. You don't even live here anymore. I know. Evan, what do you, <laughs> why, Evan why do you say no chance on the Kenny Pickett-Wilson swap? He has the smallest hands in the world. We don't want him. Oh, well, we don't want – you don't want – they don't want Zach Wilson either. I'd rather Zach than Kenny. No, you don't get to say that. We got a donation from Doug saying Vegas League fantasy champ, baby, fourth overall. Today. Doug Haney, Vegas League champion. Monster. Monster. Nice. Congrats. Let's go. What did he do? Fourth overall? Holy shit. That's fucking great. That's awesome. Let's go. I still don't even know how the rules work in that thing. <laughs> I thought I was in the playoffs in like three leagues. And I'm like, wait, I'm out of all of them? What the fuck's going on? They like do the first points and first record and second this. Oh, what the fuck? Um, congrats, Haney. 
Uh, all right, how we doing? Let's talk a little college football now that you're on here. Uh, we'll start from the from the top back. So we'll start with the uh, Washington Texas game. What'd you think? I was you know, so hungover, I fell asleep for this third quarter, and then we'll I wrote out. it up in the bowl guide. I said Washington scares the shit out of me. That's yeah. the one team. I wrote it in the bowl guide. I said that's you know I thought I thought Texas would take care of business and win, but I was scared to death of Washington. Um, look, I said it before. Penix, best quarterback in the country, bar none. I mean that guy's a beast. He has been from day one. Caleb, they had a better team. I mean, yeah. what he he just lit. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not shocked with. No, put, put it this way. I'm not shocked with that result because I don't think I really knew what Washington was all year because it's like the second you think they're all right, they're, they're a wagon. Then they have some really bad outings. You're like, oh, maybe they're not. Maybe they're just a product of the Pac-10 who doesn't have a very you know, strong defense. I thought Texas was going to beat them. I actually thought Texas was going to win it all. Yeah. So I was shocked. I wasn't shocked. I was surprised by that. But, you know, nothing crazy. Um, the Alabama loss. That one. I, listen. Milrose, the worst fucking starting quarterback Alabama's ever had in their entire life. I've said it all fucking year. He's basically he's guy is going to do exactly what Lamar Jackson is going to do in the playoffs. Oh you can't God. take these guys who are run first all the time. They're so stupid. Idiot. He's dumb. He's terrible. He's so the reason they lost. Stupid. He got sacked eighty-seven times. Yeah, hey, maybe if, maybe if the center, maybe if the center could hike him the ball. Yeah. Oh no, that was part of it. There was other problems. But the, the offensive fact, line was terrible. Every, listen, terrible. but he was drifting back into 15-yard sacks. Tommy had no time to throw the ball. Oh, my God. Stop it, dude. Stop it. That he game. Was, he's know, got more wheels than anyone in America. Tommy, this was the rushing, worst. This was the worst Alabama been terrible all fucking year. at the skill positions that we've seen in the last 10 years. Starting at the quarterback. I wouldn't say skill, but I'd say the offensive line. I've never seen an offensive line. The offensive line was awful. So Terrible. was the quarterback. So was the quarterback. Oh, he did say he could run, Bill. He wasn't hitting the holes. No, he had no time to throw. Do and I what know? about the fumble at the end of the game? We were looking to put the game to bed. We just fumbled off his fucking knee at the 30. I mean. As if he threw for 116 yards, dude. Stop it. Yeah, that no game. Terrible. That game surprised the shit out of me. No, I can't even, dude. That Especially after Ohio State got the shit beat out of them. No. And Iowa got fucking shut out 35 to nothing by Tennessee with a backup quarterback. Like, I mean, you that just game. thought for sure Michigan was going to get mollywopped. And at the beginning of that game, I was watching. I'm like, we're in trouble here. I could just tell. Right. Mil I, Mil Bill, I screamed at Milrow 47 times. And in, in I'm like, this is bad. It's bad. This kid's stupid. He's making bad throws. This is stupid. He's not reading. He's not running. He's not doing what he needs to be doing. He's an idiot. And then what the fuck was that last play call, Howie? That was, yeah, I just, look, you call it whatever. The bottom line is they snapped the ball, and not one of those guys blocked anyway. There was no fucking blocking. That game shocked me to the point, you know, we were on cruise. When I say we're on cruise, cruise control, we were just smoking. I was up 142 units. Going into yesterday, like and that game, it was just Alabama. like literally just put a bet in, win, like go click, accept, cash the ticket, and those two fucking games to end the night. I was just that, like that game literally set me back. That game that I was so confident in Alabama. That game, forget about the bottle of Jack. I mean, the six alimony payments. Right, I can't even say that. I'm at my ex wife's house right now, but um, <laughs> that game literally just just took the air out yeah. of. I, I don't see how, even looking back, I don't see how they lost that game. 
Dude, even with the line sucking, even with the center not snapping the ball right, even with Milrow looking like a junior high school fucking quarterback who just got converted from wide receiver, even with all that, they still should have won comfortably with the position they were in at the end. They still yeah. were in a position to win that game easily. Yeah, but still as a gambling aspect, nobody really should have gotten killed on that because the hedge opportunities were there in that whole fourth quarter. Yeah, but the, dude, the problem with it was that we were getting four and a half or three and a half, depending on what you guys had. Three and a half, we put it in early. We had some teasers getting you know points and stuff. But the whole game, we were fine because even when Alabama was up seven, it's like, just don't go to overtime, right? Just don't go to overtime. And then when it goes to overtime, it's like, just don't let Michigan have the Score ball first. Don't yeah. let them have the ball first. Because if Alabama has it first, they either score, which Michigan has to score. If they don't score, uh, Michigan gets a field goal. If they get a field goal, the touchdown, you don't have the extra point. So in all scenarios, we're probably going to be under it. Michigan gets its scores. And I'm like, here we go. There we go. There it is. We're going to yeah, fucking like be covering. That's gonna be the covering worst. worst. On, on those overtimes, when they started at 25, it's the worst. Because that first down... They is they usually get it right inside. I the knew we were, I knew we were fucked so when it was like first first and, first and goal, goal from the nine. nine. I knew we were fucked. That's sucks. the worst situation to be in in all of yeah. football. First you and score goal right from off the, the ten. First and goal from the ten might as well be first and twenty from the twenty. Like it's just double because you're so close and everything's packed in so much. Ah, that was the the one outer there to not get the cover on that game. But I mean, who who do you think wins, Towie? I. I it's I, I need a week to di dive into this, honestly. It's tough because you know everyone's like it's Michigan's time. I think Washington has a better team. I mean, I don't, how are you gonna stop Penix? Penix is is ten times better than this kid was from Alabama. Well, plus how oh they got the best they got the best offensive line in, in college football. I agree. I agree. Listen, I, the bottom line is that Michigan just didn't win that game. Alabama lost it. They gave it to him. Right? Milrow was giving it away. You had drops. You had centers snapping balls to the ground. No one, like, you can get, You got to give them some credit for the pass rush, obviously. We're not just going to say it was. Yeah. Know, now they're going up against the best offensive but, line. But keep in mind, when I was talking to some people yesterday, and they were like, Michigan, uh, no one does that to Alabama, right? And I was like, you do realize that Milrow has been sacked this year more than any Alabama quarterback since 1996, right? Yeah. This wasn't like. Michigan was the first team to get to Milrow. Milrow's been getting sacked all fucking year. He literally the most sacked in 25 years by an Alabama quarterback. So, yeah, this was a problem coming in. Michigan did exploit it. But go back and watch the game, dude. Milrow drops back seven yards, and then when he sees pressure, he drops back five more. Out of the pocket, out of range, and takes a 14-yard sack like Daniel Jones was doing. Instead of stepping up and taking off when he realized the pocket was closing, either way, I, think, I fucking. I think if off. Georgia gets in that game, they they beat uh, Michigan by two three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I'm going to probably be on Washington just getting four and a half because I think at that situation you get the you know as long as it's a close game you win and I could see Washington putting up points. I I really don't know right now. I'm going to have to dive into this game very heavy for the next few days. But when's yeah. this game Monday? Yeah, next Monday one. night. Monday, right? So, yeah, so I'm not – I don't even know what I'm going to do with the total. All I know is I'm really pissed because Vandal's fucking cheating. Again, Bill, Vandal's fucking constantly cheating. We absolutely shit-stomped Vandal and DraftKings this week. I mean, I, I would literally just every day was 30 units, 30 yeah. units, 30 units. So at least yeah. the, the bad day at the end. Granted, it sucks that it was the uh, the day to start the new year. It was the last day. It's, I'm still up over 100 units. 
after that. But Bill, do you realize these motherfucking scumbag pieces of shit at FanDuel? No one was betting touchdown each quarter. No one was betting team to score a touchdown in every quarter. We were, I was max betting them every game nonstop. And they pulled them yesterday. There were, they weren't available. They only had like one touchdown, one field goal, all that shit. They took the each team, they took yeah, the, one touchdown each quarter, which happened in Oregon, which was my only play I wanted in Oregon, which happened in LSU. I mean, like all the games that I wanted to do it on, they took it and it wasn't available. And then they didn't take the team to score in each quarter. So they're fucking scumbags, dude. We were, we're beating them over the fucking head with it all weekend. Thousand fucking 2,000 subscribers just skull fucking them with it. So they just pulled it. They could just take it away on Monday. That's it. Just take away our meal ticket. Fucking assholes. Fucking piece of shit, dude. Make it minus 300, but keep it on the board. So obvious what they're doing. Like I always say, imagine you're playing blackjack, Howie, and you're on a heater. And then the dealer just goes, can't play this hand, Howie. And you're just like, what? He's like, oh, no, we just decided you can't play this hand. Like, yep. that's what that's what FanDuel does, dude. Fucking scumbags. No, they're the worst. Fucking worst. Um, anything else uh, you wanted to cover on the college football? No, man. That's Georgia, Georgia, Florida State. We should touch on 63 to 3. Does the public look at this? How do you think the public views that? We knew we almost called the exact score on here. I wrote it up saying, you know, that somebody asked, they said, why is the over under 44 and a half? And I said, that should be the over under for just Georgia. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. And I yeah. mean, that game was just, that game was just rough to watch. We knew yeah. it would be. Well, we knew it was coming and it came, so that was good for us. Yeah. You know, my here's a perfect example. My favorite bet in that game, the game I weighed in the heaviest on, was Georgia to score in every quarter. Well, like they took all those on Monday, so that sucked. Uh, let's go to some college basketball here. I actually sprinkled in a random college basketball. I mean, obviously, I'm about 60, 70 units on college basketball this year. Uh, we're gonna get back into it. Me and Howie getting ready for uh, for prime time college basketball for the next three months. But uh, I did sprinkle in a random 10 p.m. college basketball. I just kind of threw a grenade in there, New Mexico State. Uh, hit that, and then uh, getting back at it tonight. Not a great slate tonight, Howie. I don't, I don't know what you think of it. I mean, a yeah, lot of yeah. top 25 teams, right? So when you look at it, you're like, wow, a lot of big teams finally playing. They must have been done with their exams. But not not that many games and, and a lot of, like, ranked home favorites, which is the thing I hate the most. I hate ranked home favorites. Well, hey, like in an days. hour, an hour, you can get a home dog. Uh, what is that? Six and a half? I can't even. You talking about Maryland? Air Force, Utah State playing at Air Force. Air Force slows that shit down. They'll probably lose by three, four points. All right, let me see here. Utah State. Let me just see what I got on that one. Uh, Public's all over Utah State. I like Air Force. I like him getting a six and a half. To your point, Howie, uh, I see a heavy uh, A rating on the under in that game. Makes yeah, sense. I like Air Force totally plus seven. I like Air Force plus seven. Wait, what is that? One thirty-six and a half. Yeah, when does that I thing start? Four. Yeah. Um, I can get it right now. One Air Force. Air Force will slow that thing down. That, that's. What uh, I see. I see one thirty-eight now. I don't know. Yeah, let's say. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's UConn. One thirty-seven and a half. One thirty-seven and a half is what I see. Yeah, okay. one thirty-seven and a half at at MGM points bet and DraftKings. So you like that under? Yeah, I like yeah, that. I, like I have a heavy – the bot has it. a heavy rating on the under. People Bob's got it too. All right, so we like the under and we like Air Force. I mean, obviously the under would favor Air Force, right? Like you always want a game to go under Absolutely. if you're taking, if you're taking points. So, yeah, I'm going with Air Force plus seven there. Yeah. Um, let's talk about a couple of top 25 games here. Let me just lost my page. I'm all over the place. 
Uh, we'll go top 25. All right. DePaul, UConn. You got DePaul, UConn. UConn's laying 23 and a half. They'll probably win by 40. Yeah, those are your games. This is why me and Howie bet very differently on college basketball. Howie will take minus 18 if he thinks he's going to win by 25. I only take those tight, small spreads, and I'm usually betting underdogs. So home what about fit, Iowa home at Wisconsin? What do you like there? Again, it's a fucking home-ranked favorite versus an unranked road dog. Like, that, that just isn't my system. So I end up forcing those. Uh, I think Wisconsin wins. What do you think? Yeah, I love Wisconsin. Yeah, so what I was going to do, I actually have written down here, St. John's money line, Wisconsin money line. Uh, what do you think of the Johnnies? I think the Johnnies uh, win by 10 or 11. They're starting to play well. Their defense has picked up quite a bit. And the game's an alumni wreck. I love St. John's. Tonight. Yeah, so, all right. so I have that too. So St. John, let's put that in. So Wisconsin money line. Let's uh, put it up for it comes out to minus 112. So glad you're on the same side of those. So Wisconsin money line, St. John's money line, minus 112. Uh, we like Air Force in the under. Uh, what do you think is Maryland-Purdue game? This is one game that I'm kind of... I'm not touching it because I've watched Maryland too many times and I could see them getting down 23-3. to mm -hmm. um, But they have the guards to, uh, to keep it close. I mean, wouldn't surprise me. I'm going to be attacking uh, Maryland first half in this one. Uh, Maryland's been a team for me that no one really likes to bet because of exactly what you said, because they basically have Tourette's. But uh, <laughs> they get up for these. Like, they're they're pretty much for the last three years have been just an energy team, right? They got really good guard play. And if they're hot and they're popping and they're fucking hot saucing, uh, this team could could cause some chaos. So I'm going to take the first half. On Maryland here, let me see what the best line I can get is uh, three and a half there. DraftKings, usually we can get that up to four, four and a half. They usually are more generous first half lines. And I think we should take a little bit of slab on the first first half money line in this one. I wouldn't be surprised if Maryland comes out with a lot of energy. Yeah. Purdue, Purdue's doesn't really give a shit about this game early too much. Right. Thinks they're going to walk through it, and then all of a sudden at halftime, you know, the fucking gargantuan monster comes out and just puts his foot down and gets the win for Purdue. Uh, so, yeah, let's go plus three and a half, Maryland first half. I'll tell you the probably the best bet of the, the night, and it's the team that my team, Syracuse, going into Duke, they could lose by 40. Uh, I just – we don't play them well. They play man-to-man. -man. They get right in our face. Uh, they'll shut our guard down. We have nothing down low. Uh, we're going to get stomped tonight. You know what I like better, actually, Howie? Yeah, let's do this, guys. Let's do a little stab on this, too. I'm going to go Maryland first to 10 points, plus 125. That's it. Because a lot of times what happens, I've been looking at these, like when you, when you pick these kind of like home team energy spots, they'll get up like 15 to 5, and then the other team starts working it back, working it back, and then by halftime they lose by 4. So I want that first five, 10 minutes of the game. So first to 10 and first to 15 uh, are where I'm looking. Plus 135 and plus 125. I think Maryland gets out hot to start. I don't know if they win or lose by 40, but uh, I think we get a little run there. What do you think of uh, Wake Forest game? That's a game I, lo I looked at and I went back and forth. Uh, I'm not going to touch it. Um, if I was, I probably would take Wake. I think I'm leaning Wake in this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean they're a better team than BC. Uh, you know, most of the money's going on BC because they're home. Mm -hmm. You know, shit, they're only laying a point, point and yeah, a half. I have I a little interest in Wake there. Yeah, I would take Wake.
Yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else you like? You got. There are some good games. You got. You there know, are some good games. I just. I, I. This is the day for me where I think it's more like good games, but it's just not my system game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like what North, were you gonna say? You got North what? North Carolina's playing at Pitt. Pitt's plus four and a half at home, coming off that loss against Syracuse. What do you think? Carolina's just better team. They. They are. It's just the line looks trappy, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, it's the same thing with Northwestern here in Illinois. Yeah, I don't like that one either. You know, like I could see, I could see these are fun games to watch. Like these are going to be good games. These kids, you know, a lot of them have only played one game in the last week and a half, if any. Northwestern's been notorious, a very good road team. You know, that's why I love them so much. Love them in the tournament last year to make a little bit of a mini run. This is a team who's been able to win on the road uh, consistently. So have a little bit of interest. Got to do a little more research on that one. Uh, the the shadiest Darn. line of the night is gotta be fucking Baylor unleashes their new stadium tonight, their new gym. First time they're ever playing it. Brand new gym they play tonight. Why are they only laying 16 and a half against Cornell? That's that why. Is pretty low, actually. Cornell's been good. Cornell's 10 and 2. One of the best teams in the Ivy League. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But, because with Baylor, that's a team that's very guard reliant, obviously. So they need to play with pace. And Cornell's probably going to be able to slow them down a little bit. I'd the take, to- I'd the total on this is 170 and a half, Howie. I'd probably take Cornell. In that I haven't game. looked at Cornell much this year. What are they? Are they all of a sudden like a fucking running gun? No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, they, they are. They are. They score. They score. 77, 90, 95. Like yeah. they're, they're, yeah, their games are going to 160. Totals 170 on this run. Right. You got anything on that? On the beep bop? Uh, what game was that? I was looking at tennis stuff. Cornell versus Baylor. Um, give me that's a hand. monster total 169 and a half. Yeah, Jesus. yeah, it's a uh, fucking Cornell's haul. Yeah, Cornell's nice running this, they're running this year, huh? Cornell Baylor. Um, let me load up the matchup here. Uh, over 169 and a half. Yeah, right? Like, I whenever I see those super high totals, I want to go over them. 52%. Whenever I see something super low, I want to go under them. Fifty-two percent, which on a total to give you an idea, the totals for a like a good lean is fifty-one, fifty-two percent. Yeah. You're not going to get anything. It's really not going to be too drastic on the yeah. total, yeah. So fifty-two yeah. percent is pretty good. Interesting. Um, probably will go over. Yeah, I'll probably maybe I'll wait to hope it starts a little slow and I can get something a little bit lower than yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, we'll have a couple more plays on the site for deep.com. Get it's over a B, it's a B value grade. So that means that the price is pretty, it's, there's value in it, but it's pretty close. It's pretty right on. Okay. All right. Anything else here you wanted to throw out? How are we doing? That's it, man. That is it. All right. So uh, the more I'm looking at this Maryland thing, the more I'm liking it here. I may actually, subs, I may go a little, don't don't put the Maryland bet in yet, subscribers. Those of you watching the show, obviously we're going to be off in 15 minutes, so you have no choice. But um, I, I think I'm liking this. Purdue, this line opened, I didn't even realize, I didn't even look at the line movement. Line opened at minus eight and a half. Purdue, it's down to minus six with 57% of the public on Purdue. So that's making me like this even more. I think we yeah. might have an I think we might have an upset spot here for Maryland today. So be. uh we'll keep an eye on that. What would you say is your favorite bet of the night, Dewey? I think Duke's gonna shellack my Syracuse orange. I think we are gonna get spanked. Yeah. Yeah. Coming off Absolutely of cool. it's bit going into Duke, they're gonna thrash us. This mm. one's popping off. Uh this I you, there's usually not too many sides for college basketball that pop off the chart uh on the bot, but uh, what do you guys think of the Ohio Bobcats tonight? Minus one forty against Toledo. Because this oh, one. Is that, all right. So, so I was just looking at that game. 
Um, okay. Let me just tell you which side I was on because I just wrote down Ohio in my notes. I think I'm on Toledo. What do you have? I have this has Ohio at 57 percent at minus 140. That's big. That's a big fucking lead. OK. All right. So it's contradictory. So, yeah, so I'll lay off it then because this was uh, Ohio opened at minus three and a half. It's down to minus two and a half with 80 percent of the public on Ohio. Yeah, see, this is I'm not. This isn't accounting for any. Well, that's showing value. That's showing value. This is the value on it right here. I see a fifty-seven percent prediction on it. Yeah, there obviously for a side at one forty is pretty heavy. Yeah. No. All right. So we'll dig into that. We'll come to a consensus on that uh, later today. Here's another thing I remember about that. Those two teams been playing. It's it's a huge rivalry. Yeah. And I don't know, but I think basically that uh, Toledo, they they win ninety. They always beat. Ohio. They just I, have- I'm actually kind of on Toledo on this. Yeah. Well, to, Toledo. I want to say they won their last probably eight out of nine, nine out of ten times against uh against. Uh-huh. Yeah, they always beat them. They own uh-huh. Toledo. They always have. All right. So that's why that line's moving the way it is. Yeah. All right. How we doing? All right, guys. Later, right. brother. Go. Uh, good luck finding your laptop of your life, and uh, and I don't even want to know what's going on with your eyes right now. So. Finding his laptop. <laughs> my laptop's in Charlotte. <laughs> Bill, doesn't he look like a uh, Cyclops from the Percy Jackson movie when he put the glasses on? <laughs> Masking the glasses. Yeah. Masking his Cyclops. Can't you see how he pulled those up and just have one eye right one here? One big eye in the middle. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, Howie. Talk to you. All right, John. I love you. Right, hope, you Later, get your vision. hope you get your vision back. Love you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he is. What a disaster. Makes me feel good about being a mess at 44, though. You know? 43, sorry. Uh, Bill Rapp, talking a little NBA. Uh, NBA, uh, winding. It's 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 the opening. Basically, it's after Christmas, right? So everyone's playing, but the tournament changed that all. So now we're going to start seeing moves. The Knicks made a move, which I don't love. I thought it was bad. Um, I don't love it because... It took away from them scoring, right? So he is a three and D player, OG. Um, missed- By the way, the trade for anyone who missed it was what uh, Quigley and uh, uh, Barrett for Quigley OG and Ochoa, and yeah. the Knicks gave up a second round pick. So the Knicks have like a million first round picks. There's nothing worth less in the NBA to organizations than second round picks, Bill. Yeah. They just give them out like candy. So they're they're holding all their first rounds to make this blockbuster move. Uh-huh. Um, but you let's let's make it, Knicks. Let's go for it. <laughs> they're like the now, Mets. What are we waiting for? <laughs> they keep what telling you they're gonna get you Embiid and they're gonna get you fucking Yamamoto. Like, yeah, Bill better watch out. He keeps talking shit about Stevie Cohen. Stevie Cohen fucking blocked Frank the tank, Bill Rupp. You're next. He blocked him on Twitter. Oh, if we can get Bill blocked. <laughs> You're be blocked from Steve. You keep talking yeah, shit I'm about him. I don't give a fuck, Stevie. I'm done with him. <laughs> you didn't do anything. You didn't get Yamamoto, so I'm out. <laughs> fuck you, Stevie. I mean, just shit on Aaron Rodgers, just you know, Steve Cohen. Pretty much everyone who lives anywhere near you that's a billionaire. You New York just, sports. New York you sports. You just shit on all of them, yeah. Hey, fuck him. Yeah, well, I want I want Steve Cohen. And, uh, fuck you, Steve Cohen. But I want Aaron Rodgers <laughs> to know. I want Aaron Rodgers to know. I do not. I do not condone any of Bill's messages. And that's the reason why me and you are going to be friends and not this piece of shit. He's vaccinated too, Rogers. Know that. Me and Aaron be best friends. Yeah, uh, you just you just fucking eviscerated him. So, yeah, so that the Knicks did, I hope that was a stepping stone to a bigger trade. Um, But, I mean, who the fuck knows? There's a lot of guys out there. 
Who the fuck knows, Bill? Who the fuck uh, knows? Uncle Danny we'll made. We'll see. Uncle we'll Danny see. made a great call though. Uh, Uncle Danny, yeah. I mean, we were literally winning every bet, and even Uncle Danny comes in and is winning bets. Yeah, so we uh, we had Detroit to win their first game on the 15th that Tommy called, but Uncle Danny said, no, not happening that date. Because Toronto traded away their players, and they're going to lose tonight. Well, they don't really put anything in what Uncle Danny says, so I threw 100 bucks on <laughs> Hey, I won hundred and like fifty bucks. Nice, so, Uncle Danny. I mean, listen, he go. called it the Joe Namath lead pipe lock. The yeah. Uncle D Joe Namath lead pipe lock. He did. Very impressive. Very it impressive. Was. It yeah. was. So tonight we got a you know a few games. Um, I will give you a first basket. I'm going back to Joel Embiid tonight. Uh, coming back from his injury, Embiid plus three eighty for first basket and. Uh, Maxi plus 850 for a first basket. And I'm also taking Joel Embiid for the first team basket plus 135. So if Embiid hits, we get both of those. If he misses um, and he scores the first team basket, we get our money back. Um, So can't go wrong with that. He scores the first for them almost all the time. They run their first play through him basically every time you know so unless he misses or something like that or gets blocked uh we should get at least hopefully the first team basket and uh you know we'll get our money back plus be up a little bit on that so that is it for me on the first team basket i'm also looking at uh okc tonight um at home against the celtics celtics are favored i gotta see who's playing and who's not playing um boston the line looks a little weird to me. Um, so I might be on OKC. I don't know yet. Uh, but we got to see the lineups. So for the subs, uh, you'll get the play if I bet it. Um, and everybody else, it's a, you can put it in now, but it's a toss-up. I, I won't know until the lineups come out. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you a bunch of hockey plays today. I've <laughs> been hitting pretty good in the hockey. Uh, let's move over to Evan. We need a Bruins life check from you. The Bruins play today. How are you feeling about the Bruins? Uh, let's see. They play the Blue Jackets. Oof. I don't, they, again, they've just been so fucking hot and cold lately. You, I, I can't get a tag on these guys. Bill, how about the two hockey plays I gave out on Friday's show that both lost in overtime? Yeah, you have to like. Set it's amazing. Phone, set your phone to like an alert if they go. <laughs> just bet the sixty-minute line, you moron. I know. I do. I told everyone to do that. <laughs> the one day I did it, I fucking lost because they won in overtime. Of course. So now I know. I have a new. I have a new theory. I have a new strategy. I mean, I've been winning with hockey, but I only my only losses are overtime losses. That's it. That's all I lose. Uh, I either win or lose in overtime. So what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you guys the Sharks today plus one sixty. Feel free to do the uh, 60 minute line. So let's do that. Let's stay on that. I uh, just have to look these up. So we're going to go Sharks plus 60 minute line. The reason I forget all the time is because I banned from DraftKings and I only have FanDuel and FanDuel like, is weird the way they offer them. Uh, 60 minute line, Sharks plus 215. Got that, eh? Yep. All right. And we're going to go Flyers 60 minute line. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I got to go re-look at these now because I was looking at the regular lines I wrote down. Uh, what's the Flyers 60-minute line? I just lost my page. Let me see versus the Oilers. There we go. I got it. Game line, 60-minute line. Flyers plus 245. 
Like, oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're not doing the sixty minute line. Scratch that, scratch that. We're doing tie no bet, tie no bet. So Flyers plus one eighty five on that one, tie no bet. Not the sixty minute line because you lose on the draw on DraftKings on the sixty. So tie no bet, which means if the game ties and goes to overtime, we're out of the bet, which we want because we lose in overtime on every underdog we take, and that'll be the Sharks plus one sixty tie no bet. So we either win in regulation. If it goes to overtime, it's a push. Flyers plus one and a half, Sharks plus one and a half. Confirm. That's what, that's what you got. Yeah, let's go. Tommy Pucks they, and the, the Tommy Bucks like, and uh, Robot tend to be on the same page a lot. They like the the Robot likes the spreads. They like the okay. Plus one let and me half. let me give you let me give you a few totals here. I'm gonna do these a little lighter. But so my new theory is, um, <clears throat> whenever I have an underdog that's like plus two hundred, plus two fifty, plus two eighty, sometimes they win, but they always score. Right, it's never a situation. Even if they lose, they're losing five three. So I'm going over on these dogs that I like, and I'm going to take them at the uh, six and a half. I'm going to take the six on this. So we're going to go six and a half in San Jose. Yep. Uh, so I do like that. <clears throat> I'm also going to go out to Chicago versus the Predators. Uh, we're going to go over this one. What do you have for that? Uh, I got to find it, huh? Game lines, <laughs> let me see, six. So I got six minus 140, over six minus 140 in the Chicago. I don't prey. see the Chicago one. Okay. I also like Colorado. That was one of them. That was the top oh, one. Oh, no, no. Colorado. Colorado or Columbus? Which one? Colorado Colorado was the top one I have. All right. What do you have for that? Um, I got to find it now because I was looking for the other one. I'll go to Columbus while you look for that. Colorado over six. Okay. I like that. Um, we're just gonna throw some shit. Fifty-six percent. Okay, good. I'm on that that's, too. That's a, that's a good one. All right, I'm on that too. I also like uh, the Boston game. I think Boston can lose today, but I think there will be goals. So we're gonna go over six in that one. And I think the final one was Montreal. What do you got on Boston? Anything? Uh, it likes Boston to win, but it's not. It's, what about the total? It's yeah. Um, I'll say I'm on picks. So the way that it's sorted out, I got to go back to the game. Horn. Yeah, that's what I got to do right now. I got to go over to Montreal Canadiens. All right, Dallas. There it There's is. Boston. Um, it's probably going to like the one and a half. Boston to win, Columbus plus one and a half. That's All right. And no, any total over six or anything? Over six and a half. Or I'm sorry, under six and a half on this one. All right. And then my final one is the Montreal game. Montreal Canadiens, Dallas Stars. I have a small lean on the Canadiens here. Um, you probably may like the one and a half here, Rackets. I think it's probably the one and a half. Uh, and I like the no, over. Oh, it's Dallas minus one and a half. Is it? All right, we'll lay off that, and then I'm just going over six. Then we're going over six in the Montreal game minus one forty. What do you got there? Uh, same. All right, so we are consensus on the Montreal over, the Colorado over, the Columbus over, the Flyers and the Sharks both plus one and a half. And I believe the Sharks over. So, me and the Beeble Bop are. Uh, it, lo- it loves those hockey spreads, and it goes to the same thing that you were talking about with losing in overtime. Like, yeah, they all lose by one in overtime. So, everyone that's why it's loving those half, one and a halves. Everyone thinks one and a half is useless because, you know, for down by one, there's going to be an empty net goal scored against us. You'd be amazed how many times that goal does not happen. And a lot of times, these one and a halves. You're not paying as much as you should be in some situations, you know, for the one and a half. Because and you're getting that overtime win. So as soon yeah. as it goes to overtime, you're, you're automatically it. win. Yeah. And uh, you're not paying as much as you should because of the propensity of getting that second goal to fucking yep. m- moot the uh, one and a half. Uh, what do we got for tennis here? Joey Rackets, tennis is back. Tennis is back. Um, I've been up since till 
seven, eight in the morning, pretty much all week doing this shit. Um, cause Australian summer, man, starts at six, starts at 6 PM and goes all the way through the night. Now, um, we got a couple plays for you. I put them in the thing already. I, just I got them. Go find, oh, you, you got them already. All right. Yep. Uh, Mira Andriva minus 124 tonight against Ludmia Samsonova and Yelena Ostapenko minus 160 against Camilla Georgie. I think she's playing Georgie tonight. Um, Georgie. 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 Uh, Come here, Georgie. Been a weird start to the season. Like, the stuff is happening that I think is going to happen, but I'm like one in three in pregame bets and like seven in two in live bets. So the live bets have been a lot, way fucking better than the pregame bets. But. Um, don't care how the money comes in. Don't care how it comes, comes in, in. Sign up and you'll get the live bets. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I can tell you. There you go. Perfect. We're better at live bets anyway. Yeah. Bill, anything uh, you got here on the way out the door? Or we want to go back to our Vegas show? Yeah, no. Damian Lillard. I've been a little disappointed so far by him. Um, has like a 41-point game and then a 12-point game. One for nine from three. And then like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get him. I don't know why he's not uh, completely gelling over there. Um, what's happening? I mean, I'm sure they'll still be great and stuff for the playoffs, but it's going to be a little bit of an issue over there. Mm. Just like to give you a little update on those futures I dropped for you last week. Browns plus 5,000 is down to plus 3,500. Texans plus 10,000 is down to plus 8,000. And the Rams plus 9,000, me and Bill Rupp, is down to plus 5,000. So already Rams got a lot be of plus 13,000 after that. Rams should be plus, plus 500. I'll be in on the Browns if they get cooked. You will not be allowed in. If they get a I will literally... Drive, follow you to FanDuel, and tackle you before you try to turn that ticket I'm in. holding that that $3,500 winner of the Jets that I have, my ticket. I will tackle you for that. Browns when they get Cook. I will. He's looking for any excuse. They're going to go get, like, Al Gore, not even Frank Gore, Al Gore, the former presidential candidate, and Bill's going to be like, that's all we needed. Just needed another back. I'm on the Browns. Bill was, Bill was the first one to say Njoku was a fucking cyborg though yeah yeah he wants that's why he wants to be on this browns trade so bad it's not he human. wants on it's it not human so bad when he saw flacco just go doice the jets with no amari cooper he was like oh i don't know Listen, this is this maybe he wants get on galvin he wants on so bad if it, they get galvin if they sign anyone he'll be on board so welcome to the browns train bill there's no Welcome. one but Dalvin. The door will be closing right in front of you as you go to get off. Dalvin, Dalvin, Dalvin. Oh, actually, no, it's not that time yet. Rackets, final words. Um, No rapping rackets today. All it's right. Tuesday. You guys Tomorrow. are so lazy. All right. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Did you do it Monday? What did you it's do New Year's? No, I did. I introduced my show. It's been closed. Shop right closed, rubbing rackets. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Last time I checked, ShopRite's open tonight. If I can't go to the bank, then Robin Rackets can't be. <laughs> go, Rob, final words. Uh, Robin Rackets tomorrow, 530. Yeah. yeah. Unless no they don't federal want, holidays for unless us. Unless they don't want to. Yeah. No. Fucking. Evan Hand, what would you think of the Cowboys-Lions uh, game? Rigged. Four. Howie Dewey. Bill Rupp, Evan Hand, Joey Rackets. I am Tommy G. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. As all of you were out partying with your friends, me and Bill were live on the Discord like we do every year with our subscribers who we love till one in the morning. Right, Bill Rupp? Sure. That's how we ring in the new year every fucking year with the people who pay us to be there for them. 
all the degenerates who have nothing to do, no families. No I was friends. very disappointed in the New Year's show. It was a terrible New Year's show. I didn't know who anyone was, but I enjoyed spending it with the Four Deep subscribers, and I'm sure they appreciated it. So Happy New Year, everybody. Get over to fourdeep.com, promo code VIP20 for 20% off. Probably launching another uh, promotion coming up on Thursday or Friday for the show for New Year's. Get ready for that. We'll see you guys Thursday. Same bat time, same bat channel, 2 p.m. Eastern. Don't know if we're going to start moving the show schedule. That'll probably be in a few weeks after the Super Bowl and all that, but we might have some changes on the show schedule to adjust to the major sports. So keep your eye out for that. For Evan Rackets, Howie and Bill, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Let's go!